Hello and welcome to TWEP, proudly brought to you by Workplace Services Australia, your leading workplace strategy, change management, workplace culture and workplace services partner. My name is Bly Williams, I'm the Director of Strategic Special Projects at WSA and are currently working on a number of project, workplace projects and bespoke once in a lifetime projects for clients of our sponsor. As 2023 is drawing to a close, let's have a chat this week around the topic on everyone's lips. Working from home or working from the office. For the record, for the bulk of my professional life, I've worked from home. It is a real art, successfully mainly if you work autonomously or you work in a client-facing role, say sales or small team. And that allows you to do your admin and concentration work instead of using the office. But in saying this, I don't necessarily think that working from home 100% of the time is good for anyone, not just from a professional point of view, but also socially and personally. The office is a place that fosters creativity, collaboration, and hopefully a healthy team culture. Often these three outcomes are just from being in the office. They're a byproduct of just attending that location. However, we also know that different environments bring out the best work in different individuals. As we have discussed in some recent podcasts over the last few weeks, the place to work is a competitive market in itself, and people now have a real choice between the headquarters, home, co-working, cafes, libraries, yachts, or even in transit. It's up to employers to remind their people of the sensitivity that needs to be at front of mind when working in these public spaces and the risks of people overhearing telephone conversations or discussions when people meet face to face. It's even worse when you're on public transport or in the back of an Uber or a taxi and even the bus going across town. I was going across town in Sydney on the bus a few weeks ago to hear a woman on the phone discussing with what appeared to be a workmate about one of their peers and her demise from the firm over a transaction that went pear-shaped and some personal issues that had contributed to her poor work performance. The woman on the phone mentioned the lady by name. The only issue was that this lady, which was the subject of their conversation, was a very close friend of mine for about 20 years. Not cool, tasteful and even disrespectful. Not just for my friend, but for everyone who knew the landmark asset that was at the centre of the failed transaction. A bit of Googling would allow anyone with any interest, healthy or otherwise, to join the dots, and then for it to become small talk at the bar on Friday night or at the Sunday afternoon barbecue. Mandating the return to the office isn't the answer. Some CEOs have tackled the return to the office that way to find the masses have not returned. It's all about the messaging. Whites prefer to work from the office a few days a week. The benefits to the employee and then the benefits to the organisation. No one likes to work in a dictatorship, but I hate to say it, but getting real results by people returning to the office will mean these days of being in the office need to be agreed by consensus or set by management. This will ensure that the benefit of collaboration and sharing is powered by not just having a few people in on this day or on that day, but people's calendars aligning. Let's not also forget that people often need guardrails to protect themselves from short-sighted decisions. 
In times when cost of living is putting the screws into people's personal budgets, the thoughts of saving money on travel costs, travel time, childcare, or even direct costs can be seen to be attractive. But remember, out of sight. If you're out of sight, you're out of mind. And when you're out of mind, these are the first people who get knocked over by the redundancy Grim Reaper. Don't think it can't happen to you. Beyond the Grim Reaper issue, I've written an extensive white paper about workplace and COVID-19 back in November of 2020, specifically talking about the impact of your career development when you work from home all the time. Do not underestimate the career glass ceiling when you do work from home 100% of the time. It affects men and women who are not actively seen to be at the office or participating as an active member of your team or in your organisation. It often means those opportunities for you to shine are also missed. Even when you're at your best, when you're on fire, your peers and management do notice, though you may not. This lifts your professional profile, even when you may not know it. Let's not forget there is a place for both working at the office and working from home. It's called a flexible working model. Flexible because you can work from a choice of locations. Let's also not forget that many people thrive on the interaction with other people. This workplace community is very important. The results show that the office significantly contributes to the developing and embedding of a robust workplace community. Remember when the Are You OK campaign started? Well, it's not just one day or one week a year. You might or you may know of people within your organisation that are struggling with returning to the office, integrating socially and communicating in person, face to face. This is a severe side effect of the pandemic. If you need a hand, talk to someone that you can trust. Don't be afraid to chat to someone in your team or a pre-pandemic lunch buddy, coffee friend or drinks mate. You do not need to struggle through this return to the office by yourself because there are other people probably closer to you than you know that are having the same issues. If you know someone who you think is struggling to return to the office, see what you can do for them, but get them to set the parameters. Provide as much support as you can. For some people, this is a huge challenge. It may not happen overnight, and it can often be a long journey. In one of our own offices, it was an issue, but it was also made us go back and engage with our people on what was right and what was wrong with our workplace design. Remember, the various settings are very important for the concentration work, for collaboration, meetings, and the consideration space. They're all important. The last is the most important. Ensure you give enough time for consideration thinking and an environment for it to happen in. The right flexible model allows people to build that community, the sense of community that has been lost because of the pandemic. Researchers revealed this year that men are more likely to return to the office more days a week or even full time, as their social circles tend to be more limited than their female counterparts. So remember, if the discussion starts at work on return to the office, keep an open mind 
and think about what is best not only for you, but for your team that you work with and the wider organisation. Remember, there is no I in team, but there is a we. And there is also no full-time work from home in the definition of flexible working, but it does include the office as a part of the solution. Senior leadership need to keep in front of mind that the facilities that the office provides, its culture and the community is key. People are expecting far more from their workplace, its buildings and its immediate neighbourhood after the pandemic. It takes us all to contribute to ensuring the doom loop is avoided, not just in the neighbourhood, but also in the workplace. Don't think that management or your people have it any easier than you do. Their responsibilities may be different. They may need to make decisions that impact 10 people or 10,000 people, but they are just a person just like you and me with the same concerns, confidences and anxieties at different parts of their day week, month, or year. I hate to say it, but we've only just scraped the surface on this topic. I'm sure there'll be a second episode on this topic. Remember, we only need you for less than 15 minutes every Friday morning. Move over sunrise today and ABC breakfast. Before we go this week, watch out for our 2023 workplace white paper. It will be coming out before Christmas. And it's waterproof, sandproof. Your dog will not like the taste of it, but we're hoping that you will enjoy the read over summer. TWEP is proudly brought to you by our original and loyal sponsor, Workplace Services Australia. Your experienced workplace strategy, change management, workplace design and workplace culture partner. Check them out at www.com wsagroup.a Thank you for joining us for episode 17. Please see attached show notes and leave us your feedback or subscribe. The way it is today, Friday the 24th of November 2023. This has been TWEP. I'm Bly Williams and thanks for joining us.